0: hello everyone thank you for tuning in to another episode of the naturalist capitalist i'm coming to you from the free state of new hampshire if you haven't caught on to that yet i've moved back to new hampshire been here about a month uh it's still hot just like the rest of the country but it's it's good it's cooled down a little bit so not too bad it, it feels good to be back uh i've been involved with jeremy kaufman's campaign for senate uh all the petitions are done Um, so that's nice. We just had Jeremy on the four horsemen on Sunday. If you didn't see that show, please go check it out. It was good. Also, if you're new to the show, um, please subscribe to the channel. If you're just here first time watcher, please subscribe to the channel on YouTube. And if you're a new YouTube subscriber, please look in the links in the description to follow me on Odyssey, follow me on the RSS audio podcast feeds. If you'd rather listen to this. Then watch it on youtube or odyssey and then i'm also on telegram where i'm uh you know i'm not allowed on twitter anymore so i'm trying to build up an alternative so go follow me on telegram if you have it that's linked in the description and then also uh subscribe to my Substack, which is in the description i'm trying to put out two or three articles a week if you could please um if you could please go subscribe to those that'd be great Anyways, got an interesting guest on the show today. Uh, I've met him a few times now. Uh, He was out in Reno. I think that was the first time I met him, but then uh, I've crossed paths with him a few times here in New Hampshire. Ben Weir, how are you doing tonight, man? Hey, I'm doing very well. How are you, bud? I'm doing great, man. Um, So you're going to be running for sheriff for Merrimack County, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, before we talk about that, Um, I want to talk about you moving to New Hampshire. So where'd you come from? Why did you move to New Hampshire? When did you do it? Just give us the whole story. I've kind of lived all over the place really throughout my life,
1: mostly like Pennsylvania and Colorado. But the last like four years um, before I moved here, I I, I was in California for work. Um, So like pretty much the most tyrannical and oppressive government within the United States with you know with the exception of maybe like new york or whatever but um it was horrible and you get to a point where like taxes like the taxes are so high and the prices are so high like they they price you out of paying rent you know me and the wife lived there for four years same apartment but like you know just in that like four year span they raised our rent um like a total of like almost eight hundred dollars over that time and, you know they just they price you out of living in every way um, you know I, I got really involved with the Mises caucus in California um, I was a state organizer uh, and a secretary for LP Sacramento um, and uh, you know there's so many awesome Liberty fighters out there in, in Cali um, for me uh, I couldn't honestly leave fast enough um, You know, I had heard about the Free State Project and everything that's going on over here in New Hampshire. Um, I've tasted freedom before. So going from, you know, like, I mean, Colorado is kind of like a California 2.0 at this point, at least in like the Denver Mm -hmm. area, especially. But the politics are certainly heading that direction. Um, But even previously, like in Pennsylvania or I was in Georgia for a little bit when I was in the Army, um, you know, it's... I've tasted freedom. I, I love guns. I've, I've shot guns since I was like five years old. It's a big passion of mine. I'm an activist for the Second Amendment. Um, and you really uh, like
0: my guns. I, I got a the ones I brought to the shooting range the other week. He's a big uh, he's yes. a big fan of this this type of gun right here. So hell it was yes. a lot of fun. But
1: <laughs> yes, and uh, <clears throat> you know it was like it's just been a big part of my life. So when I went to California and they started telling me like oh you can't do this this this. You know, like they literally count how many bullets you're buying at the register and they report that to the government. And then, you know, like they have all like the AR-15, the no assault weapons, which is it's so easy to get out of. Like if people are interested in, in uh, building an AR out in California, they want it to be like California compliance. But get out of the whole maglock situ- situation that they force upon people. Um, you know, like they can message me on the side and I can explain to them how that works. Um, it's really not complicated. The ATF has very vague rules in terms of like, what, what like classifies things as an assault weapon. So, um, it's, which is really just an arbitrary term anyway. <laughs> so, um, you know, but yeah, like, like I was saying, you know, uh, I, I'm, I love the outdoors. I love hunting. I love guns. And honestly, there's no better state in the entire country to, uh, to enjoy the outdoors at uh, all four seasons, fish and hunt and shoot guns and fight for liberty Then the state of New Hampshire. Like this is where I was meant to be. And I came to that realization and I got here as quickly as I could. So,
0: yeah, so I'm a guy who's lived in a lot of places, too. So um, I've lived in Arizona, Colorado, Utah. And I spent a lot of time road tripping, went to all 50 states, uh, spent lots of time in California, lots of time in Montana, lots of time in Idaho. Um, so I've also been around the country a lot. But where? where is everywhere you've been? You've been Georgia, uh, Colorado, so, like, You know, Fort Benning, Georgia.
1: Um, yeah. I was born and raised in State College, Pennsylvania, uh, right in the middle of PA uh, for the first like 14, 15 years of my life. And then... Um, The second longest I've lived in a state was Colorado, which I pretty much lived there uh, until I left to California, with the exception of when I was in the Army. Um, I lived uh, outside of Denver, like the Denver metro area, northeast of Denver, like Commerce City, Thornton, um, you know, kind of out that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I lived in uh, Wheat Ridge when I lived outside of Denver for about uh, eight months, six to eight months. Did you ever go to a um,
1: show at Red Rocks?
0: Never went to a show. I've been to Red Rocks a couple times. but never went to a show. Um, probably missing out on quite the cultural experience there.
1: It's like a once in a lifetime. Like, yeah. You
0: don't have to make it a once in a lifetime thing, but like it's the coolest venue in the world, honestly. Yeah, it's a cool spot, uh, I can say that much. But I've never, never watched a concert there <laughs> or anything. Um, how long were you in Colorado anyway? Because I, I when I lived there, I knew a lot of people who had lived there forever, and they were complaining that it was becoming the next California. It was like, yeah, this place used to be awesome, but now, you know, traffic sucks, and it's just becoming more and more liberal all the time. But uh, what yeah. what what like span of time were you there for? Uh, I think
1: it was two thousand and four or five until. Uh, like 2017.
0: Oh yeah. So you probably witnessed that, right?
1: Oh, absolutely, man. Like it's, it's, uh, (laughs) it's really crazy to see like all the stuff that they've been trying to push through over there. Um, you know, like they're, they're restrictive on, they're getting more restrictive on guns, which is like, honestly, the last straw from turning it into California, in my opinion, It, it just sucks for the people in Colorado that, live outside of the Denver metro area because the rest of that state is so great and it's yeah. literally just being completely ruined by people in the city with a lot of money, you know the uh the like the politicians and then all, like people from Boulder and the, the college kids in Boulder like the woke crazy people. So um those are the people that are like single-handedly uh making that state, you know, go in this downward spiral, but uh, outside of the denver metro area it's beautiful like there's you know for me as like a hunter and, and like an outdoorsman so much to do like hike 14ers like grand junction's a really cool city um yep. you know like, right, right off the highway but like there's just so much to do there and like the people honestly couldn't be more different if you go from like grand junction to denver like they're just polar opposites um, and a lot of them are freedom fighters, too. You know they they respect your personal rights and your freedoms, and they love the Second Amendment. that's for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think this segues well into why you're running for sheriff because you know the people living in Ridgeway or Montrose or uh, you know Longmont or whatever, if they don't want to fall under the same rules that, Denver does. They don't really have a choice because the the edicts come from on high. But, you know, you can own a magazine with 30 rounds in Ridgeway, Colorado and get away with it because there's no one there to actually enforce it. No one bothers to go around and actually regulate that. And on your website, you pointed out that this is the way, you know, this is an important principle that people need to understand. like It's not so much about the laws that are passed. It's what is law enforcement willing to actually enforce. And so you're running for sheriff because you want to control what the police are actually going to enforce if some law is passed in Concord. So uh, just pontificate on that a little bit. What like triggered this realization for you? And what are you hoping to um, what are you hoping to nullify from Concord and just have, uh, the cops enforce instead?
1: My biggest priority, I guess, with this campaign is definitely messaging, uh, obviously, but, um, not a lot of people know like what an elected sheriff does, uh, let alone like a, a constitutional sheriff. Um, but so, you know, my thought process here is like New Hampshire has 10 county sheriffs that are elected and um a lot of them have given up their uh their authority or whatever or 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 not like they started kind of like passing off certain parts of their job to other people and like give deputized people and stuff like that um but a lot of them like don't even really fulfill the uh actual duties as listed in the uh like the new new hampshire constitution or whatever they don't even like fulfill those duties or even try to, well, they essentially act as glorified. Uh, you know, uh, they they're bailiffs or or they're helping with jails to have security and signing off on warrants and stuff like that. Um, you know, I kind of want to get us back to that point where let um, like, to be honest, like, I don't know what kind of odds I have, like, in terms of chance of winning. Um, I know that the guy who's there right now is a Democrat. He won by like 1,200 votes. Uh, the last Republican guy that was in office got a DUI and he got like basically kicked out of his job. Um, so
0: I like that guy. That's
1: that guy sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest with you, like the last two years should tell people everything they need to know. Like, yeah, cops will do what they're told when they're told, so, like, you know, to, yeah. to shut down a business or enforce a mask policy um, or confiscate guns or, you know, stand by while people's personal is being destroyed. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, if, if you look at a firefighter, a firefighter runs into a building selflessly and, you know, like uh, it sucks that we have to pay taxes for firefighters. But like at least they do constantly put their lives on the line and they will go in and try to save somebody. Whereas right. you would expect that out of law enforcement or a police officer, they're under absolutely no obligation to protect anybody. So, you know, like looking at like Uvalde shooting and stuff like that, like they literally stood in the hallway for 70 minutes uh, and, you know, they did nothing. And, you know, there were several people that were being held back by officers that, you know, were trying to go in there and actually, you know, do the job essentially. And, uh, Yeah, I mean, honestly, in my opinion, those cops should be probably charged with negligent homicide. But, um, you know, for me, why I want to do this is like, I want to prove that, like one, libertarians have the solution to to all these problems that we're facing in the law enforcement community. Like we have the best political philosophy in the world, and um, it's not really explained or or brought out to people uh, in a lot of cases. Um, but you know, like I've been turning a lot of ears, both on the left and the right, you know, um, for, you know, standing up for things like, you know, we have like a huge mental health crisis in law enforcement, obviously, you know, I have friends that were in, in infantry and stuff with me and they have PTSD or they, they like, I've lost friends to PTSD. And it's something that like cops, a lot of cops have like a lot of mental problems like that and they're not addressed. They're not taken care of. I do think that, you know, um, law enforcement should be able to treat their mental illness or PTSD in whatever way they want up to and include, uh, you know, cannabis and psilocybin. If that's, you know, in my opinion, I think they're kind of miracle medicines for that. But um, specifically, I'm running as a constitutional sheriff because there's not a whole lot of sheriffs that are actually uh, upholding their number one duties of, like they literally sign, like pledge an oath to uphold the constitution. And there's not really a whole lot of people that have done that over the last two years. Um, so, you know, freedom of speech, you know, the second amendment, uh, you know, these are all very important things. People's right to protest, people's right to have personal property, uh, but like, you know, like I even actively talk about Article 1, Section 8 and, you know, defend the guard. You know, I, I'm trying to help organize a rally here in New Hampshire at, at the state capitol on 9-11 um, to try to get the defend the guard bill uh, kind of like rolling and get some steam behind it in New Hampshire. And um, there's no re- reason why we can't uh, bring our National Guard troops home and uh, why, you know, Congress shouldn't be fulfilling their constitutional obligations either. You know, we should kind of do a little sleight of hand and enforce that upon them. If they really want to be warmongers, they should at least do it the constitutional way. I still like am completely anti-war as it gets, but um, you know, that's, that's kind of where I'm at.
0: Yeah, um, I actually remember in 2020, there was a Tom Woods episode where he was interviewing a sheriff in, I think it was in Arizona, who refused to enforce lockdown mandates and so you know instead of just focusing on the governor race or just focusing on you know changing a law you can really it's almost like jury nullification you can instead of trying to change the superstructure you can just come in and you know throw a hand grenade into the system and actually stop it at a local level where you can actually get involved and maybe win so uh, you said you're not, like, super sure about your chances of winning this. Um, we'll see.
1: I'm telling everybody that I'm the constitutional sheriff option. And I'm actually getting, like, some people on the left and right, you know, helping me And, and uh, uh, in terms of, like, you know, even just signing my ballot access petitions. Uh, they were very interested in what I had to say. Um, you know, another thing for me is, like, I, I've, if I'm talking to somebody on the left, I'm t- I'm telling them, like, hey, I want – I want to help fix some of the mental health stuff or, you know, offer maybe some better de-escalation training yeah. um, because that's something that's super overlooked as well. Um, you know, I'm talking to the right, I'm, I'm literally like almost exclusively talking about constitutional rights and freedoms, but um, really the, the, all of this stuff mixes very well. Like a sheriff can end no knock warrants single-handedly because they don't have to sign off on any of those warrants. Uh, we can, prevent civil asset forfeiture which is a like legalized theft essentially by the state um over the last like 10 years they've confiscated uh between 10 and 15 million dollars from new hampshire citizens that will never be returned to them um and uh a lot of those people don't even have to be found guilty of anything or even presumed guilty really They, they they can be arrested and detained and they can take your stuff and never give it back it's, it's literally theft.
0: So what type of blowback can you expect from people above you if you just nullify their orders, basically? So if, if, the, if Concord passes a law uh, that restricts some sort of gun ownership and you just say, no, fuck you, we're not doing that in Merrimack County, what likely form of recourse is there going to be coming your way? Or for the most part, do they just not? it's really hard
1: to say because um an elected sheriff doesn't really have to report to anybody like the i i mean technically i could i could arrest the governor if i wanted to like i don't think there's any kind of uh uh real legal recourse with that if it's a just ar- arrest or whatever um, but then you can also like deputize people to help you with things too and that's why you know like my my slogan for the campaign is hashtag deputize everyone. And the idea behind that is, you know, in a perfect society, the, the society I want to live in, like cops don't even really have to exist. Everybody's essentially the police. We're all protecting our property and our our, our rights, you know what I mean, together. Um, and I got that kind of concept from Michael Malice, actually, on a podcast a long time ago. Um, but uh, But yeah, like in terms of, you know, I made a post the other day even is that you know we have like this nine point one percent inflation, and um, you know the the politicians are voting in all this these like big spending bills and all that. Well, like they're forcing this inflation tax through you know extorted money on people. Like to me at least, they should they're definitely should be held accountable for that. So uh, who's to say that I can't go and arrest the politicians? for extorting money from the public like it's kind <laughs> of open to interpretation you know what i mean but um it's not an avenue i'm unwilling to explore if i did get elected uh because it, even like with like property tax here like who the hell is arbitrarily raising people's uh you know how home, home value and uh you know while we already have a high property tax here uh you know people are literally getting like evicted for unpaid property tax all the time. Uh, and uh, it's it's just one of those things where it's like, who's, who's raising people's property taxes? It's the counties, whoever's like, you know, not necessarily the assessor, there's some other person, I'm still trying to figure out what entity is exactly the one that's doing this. They better not be going off of Zillow prices because they're not even accurate. <laughs> but, um, you know, they should be liable too that's like they're completely stealing from us like there's literally no other way to put it
0: so yeah i mean they certainly leave all the laws open to interpretation on their end and they certainly explore these venues as you put it so you definitely should yeah why not uh justin o'donnell says article 8 of the new hampshire constitution says any citizen can sue to stop the government from wasting money so why can't a sheriff arrest them for doing so criminally i think that's an excellent point yes So, um, what can people do to help elevate your profile and get your name out there and give you a better chance to win? What are you trying to push right now with your campaign?
1: Um, the biggest things for me is I'm doing this, like, basically 100% DIY, um, people have offered to help, but you know, right now I've gathered all of my own signatures uh, to get the ballot access I need, which I'm I'm almost there. So don't worry about that. Um, You know, definitely following me on Facebook on my Facebook page and just spreading the word there. Uh, It's just Ben Weir for Merrimack County Sheriff. Um, You can type it in the search bar and find it. Just sharing some of the posts that I make would be huge. Um, Also going to, uh, www.we're the number four and then liberty.org and like donating, uh, would go a long way as well. Cause I have to plaster the entire County in signs, uh, to try to get some more name recognition out there. Um, but really like, that's the best way is just like, you know, helping me get the message out. Um, I really think that libertarians have the best solutions when it comes to, uh, the issues we've been seeing with law enforcement. Um, the old way of doing things isn't the way to do things anymore. Uh, we need to try something new, and uh, you know, I'm I'm the guy that's wanting to bring that change. I I don't really see very many other people willing to step up. Uh, you know, even constitutional sheriffs that are running uh, across the country and make all these other changes too. They they're focused on personal like you know personal uh, freedom to to speech or the Second Amendment. And those are like the two biggest things that they want to protect but they ignore the rest of the constitution you know um i i'm trying to do my best here so just you know share my facebook page uh or my posts and uh help me out you know throw me like you know five ten bucks or something like that on my website all of that helps um every dollar just will go straight into science or literature i'm going to be out there like putting down door hangers and door knocking um and trying to meet people where they're at and see like hey like what do you think is the issues that are most uh, affecting our communities today and how should law enforcement be involved with that or you know whatever um but you know people people want to be heard i don't really think there's a lot of accountability for uh law enforcement when it comes to uh the communities they actually serve because they don't really interact probably as much as they should um, despite the fact that they're all our neighbors and uh we live in small towns um you know that's that's a big thing I, I think that uh you know i'm gonna get out in the communities and and try to you know spread the message that way too so
0: yeah so uh merrimack county it's a pretty big county that's all a concord i believe and that's like yeah n- just north of manchester like all the way up to wilmot or something and it goes Almost all the way, all to, like, yeah it's yeah. it, there's
1: a lot, there's a lot of ground to be covered. I mean, last election, there was, um, I want to say 86,000 votes. And, um, you know, from people like Sacramento, they're like probably laughing about that, but, um, you know, 86,000 votes, it's like one of the highest populated areas in the entire state. And, um, honestly, that they, like I said, the guy won by 1,200 votes, the Democrat incumbent that's been. You know enforcing the horrible mask policies and uh yeah you know so uh, anything's possible literally anything's possible
0: yeah so guys make sure you check out what county you're living in if you're in new hampshire uh because i was like when i looked at how big merrimack county was i was surprised how far north it went so make sure you know which uh, county you're in and make sure that you know you can vote for them uh Donations like uh, volunteers, are you looking for anyone to come to events? Are you put? I, I know you said you're doing some events like Defend the Guard and stuff like that, but uh, what else have you got coming up soon that people can come to and how can they help out and donate to you?
1: So, um, some of the events that I'm going to is uh, like I'm also Jeremy Kaufman's uh, Senate campaign events coordinator. So, Um, you know, we've got like a Kaufman karaoke event happening at Independence Inn, and, uh, that's going to be fun. He will literally sing any song you want, whether he knows it or not, if you donate to his campaign. So that'll be good. Um, and then, uh, since I moved here, I also got elected as chair for Merrimack Valley Libertarian Party, which basically encompasses Hillsborough County and Merrimack County. Um, and, uh, we're doing like a river float, so you can come see me there August 13th. Um, and then later this month, too, uh, I'm, I'm a busy guy. I got a lot of different things on my mind all the time. But I love music. I've been a mu- musician my whole life. And uh, I, I used to be in a punk band and sing a lot of emo music and stuff. So I founded the Libertarian Party Emo Caucus. And I am hosting the first ever Libertarian ca- uh, e- Emo Caucus emo night at the shell on august 27th that's gonna be sick it's not to be confused with the emu caucus that's a different thing yeah not the emu caucus the emo (laughs) caucus you can come and be as sad as you want and listen to rock music and I'll, i'll be djing it's gonna be cool
0: all right awesome um i'm just gonna i dropped the link to his website in the live stream chat and if you're listening to this or watching it Afterward, it is also linked in the description. So go there, give him a donation, do whatever you can to help him come to his events. Um, and you said your Facebook is where most of your, uh, most of you, that's where you want people to share you around the most just to raise your publicity.
1: Yeah, that's probably the best bet. I mean, I'm on Twitter, um, at the Emo ANCAP. Um, You know, I, I don't post post on there as often as I should, you know, like at least, you know, a couple of times a week usually. Um, my last campaign thing got flagged because I used the an interrupter song in it. And, uh, apparently they don't like, they believe in intellectual property. So, uh, ah. yeah, it's one of those things. It is what it is. I'm going to keep fighting it though. All
0: right, man. Well, I full heartedly support your campaign. glad you moved to New Hampshire. Glad to have you here. And, uh, I wish you the best of luck. Any last things you want to add for, or anything you want to tell people, give them hope about New Hampshire or, hope for the future nullification any last final thoughts
1: yeah i mean i'll try not to get too too deep on that and too long but i will say that like since i moved here with the free state project it has been incredible um just earlier today you know i was able to like walk across the street my neighbor waved me over he saw that um on twitter somewhere that i was in the free state documentary trailer that was going around and spreading around and you know, we started talking. You know, he actually coincidentally kind of started following the Libertarian Party, and he's voted Libertarian, but he started getting involved because of Dave Smith and part of the problem. Um, and the same time, I'm talking to him about how I'm a Mises State Organizer for New Hampshire. This other guy's walking by, and he's like, "Yeah, like, hey, I, I looked up your bumper sticker earlier for the Mises Caucus," and like, I, I'm all on board with this stuff. So. The communities here in New Hampshire, there's liberty everywhere. There's libertarians everywhere. And, uh, you know, I know for a fact there's at least like five or six other free staters that have moved to my small town um, just within the last several months. And um, it's growing every single day. Uh, So if you are interested in getting to New Hampshire and helping us with the Free State Project and want to do some like activism that's really getting stuff done, Check out the Free State Project because uh, you know it, I'm, I wouldn't be doing all this stuff if uh, if it wasn't for for them. So um, yeah, I really appreciate all their hard work and helping me get out here. And they'll help you unpack your uh, your truck once you get here. You know, just give us some pizza and uh, I'll help help move you in. So
0: yeah, guys, I just dropped a link in the live chat to the Free State Project and I just had it scrolling across the screen. Go check it out. Come visit. You might like it. You never know. And if you live in Merrimack County, make sure you go support Ben Weir's campaign and vote for him in November so that we're not stuck with just being allowed to have these types of guns. You know, we want him We want him to uh, nullify all those stupid laws. But Ben, best of luck. I'll see you on the 6th. I think I'll be at that party too. So looking the forward second. to it. Yeah, i you on the second. Yep. Okay. Uh, I think I'll be at the one on the sixth. I don't know if I can make the one on the second, okay. but I'll try. <laughs> so we'll see you there. All right, buddy.